welcome to the University Star Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Keeson Ramirez, and joining me, first time, Christian Rodriguez. What's going on? Not much. How are you? I'm doing good, man. How you been? Been pretty good. I think I think it's been a decent week. I mean, the allergies are kicking kicking my rear. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's allergies one, me zero. Allergies actually a thousand, me zero. I never beat allergies. It's a thing that I just can't beat. April hits, and then the pollen just just destroys me and I'm just crying everywhere I'm just distraught and really it's just it's just real frustrating yeah that's why you're crying okay <laughs> <laughs> the Spurs are doing that bad, the are doing that bad. Yeah, they're doing all right right now besides that loss but I'm all it's all good I got over it <laughs> they, re- they, they responded and a team that also responded is the Texas State softball team yeah uh Wednesday night they defeated the mini state cowgirls four to three in a game that was close contested just like Woodard expected uh you were there you wrote the deadline recap what were your thoughts on the on the game well uh they, I mean, they held off a, a late rally from McNeese, and it it was it was kind of a slow game. There was a lot of there was a ton of foul balls. Randy Rupp threw 121 pitches. I mean, it was just it, it just it wasn't it didn't flow like a normal softball game does. But I mean, that's sports. Not everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. Uh, a lot of stuff happened in the second inning for Texas State. They uh, two freshmen, which is awesome because they have a lot of time left to prove themselves. Uh, Ariel Ortiz and Bragan Hamilton, they really showed up. And it started with Bragan when she had she hit a little blooper in the right field between the right fielder and the first baseman that just plopped right down. And that scored Katie, Katie Dewar, or Dury. I think that I, – I, I, I always mess up her name. But Dory. It's, uh, Dory, yeah. yeah, Dory. Katie Dory from uh, from third. And uh, then Kelly, Kelly Baker came up and – she got hit by a pitch, and they loaded the bases. It just moved everyone over, and that's when Ariel hit a, just a line drive between the center fielder and the left fielder and brought all, brought all the runners home. Besides, I mean, she, she got a double, but it scored three runs, so it was big. And just like you said, they went silent after that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nothing happened. It was kind of – you were always just, waiting for something to happen. It's like, all right, this is when it's going to happen because – it was and and what uh, coach Woodard said after the game she was like we didn't we didn't get a we really didn't get a rhythm we didn't get momentum when when we were hoping to get some momentum with a hit uh, that a timely hit a good an execute when people when runners are on base we're supposed to get our hits and supposed to bring in runs we they didn't do that and that's i mean she got mad at him after the game you could tell I was down on the field she was she the other coach was getting at his team she was getting at her team and it it was a funny moment because i mean if you've ever been around sports for a while and seen all that, you know that happens. Even if you win, coaches can still find the things to get mad about or or feel like they can critique you on. I think she did that, and I think that'll that'll hopefully carry over, or we'll see uh, to uh, to when they play Lafayette uh, on Saturday. And that's the attention to detail that Coach Ricky Woodard really, really stresses. Like, yes, they won four to three. Yes, it was an important game. Yes, they're going to play Lafayette. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna buckle down and say, hey, we dropped the ball. The way she put it post game, and the way that when you when you quoted her, I was like, oh wow, that stood out to me. Uh, she said, quote, we killed ourselves along the way. I thought we did enough to keep ourselves in the ball game and try to give ourselves a chance to win. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Mind you, that seems like they lost. That yeah. seems like they lost the game, well, but they won. Yeah, I mean, and even when they lose, she's always she's always she's always pretty positive. She she's always she always looks at the positive, I think, and she always talks about how her team fought and how her, how her team just just stayed in there and hung in there and played the best they could. And I feel like that's, she looks at that as a positive. I mean, who wouldn't? I think that's something that can carry over to anything. And I think that that lasts stuff like that. When you're, when you're a team that fights that, 
that always lasts. And that helps you in when it gets later in the season because that's when you really have to dig, in, dig deep and fight. And I think, I mean, that's a, that's a good quality to have as a team. And like you said earlier, uh, Randy Rupp. Let's just, yeah. I mean, we're going to talk, I mean, softball, we're going to talk about Randy Rupp a lot. We're going to yeah. beat a dead horse to just, we're oh, going to beat that dead gonna horse. People are going to hear her name a lot over the next four, four, three and a half, four years, whatever. With good reason. She is yeah, playing yeah. fantastic softball. And again, complete game, her 14th win of the season. She allowed six hits, three runs, two were earned, walked one person in the entire game, struck out three, threw 121 pitches. What more can you say about this, that, that this woman, that she's just leading this team, putting this team on her back, and giving them the cushion to just only rely on one pitcher in a, in a midweek game? Which, I mean, yeah. look at the rest patterns. That's got to be important. And, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's crazy because it's, she had a no-hitter on Saturday, and that was the first no-hitter since 2012, May 13th, 2012. And it only took her, like, 20 games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to just and do and that. it's crazy. And people are wondering, how much more can she develop? How much more can she go? I mean, and that's, I mean, that's for us to see in the future. But, I mean, she's been unbelievable lately. Uh, she's had to carry a lot of the workload. Had to, she's pitched a lot of innings. Um, and for, I, I mean, that, that's a lot of experience. And that's a, lot, that's a good thing. And... I mean, it's it, you kind of are when you're a coach. I I would think you're you're kind of timid to put a freshman into those situations right away. But I feel like that's why she came here. She told me that I feel like a couple of weeks ago. I mean, or towards the beginning of the season, she first told me that's why she came here was she knew that she could play and she knew that she could get experience quickly and come in right away and play. And I feel like that's what's happening right now. She's pitched 159 in a third innings and in, in like already 30 games into the season. Yeah. My question is, let's just take off the journalism hat. Let's put on the fan hat. Let's put the analyst hat. The more fun hat. Slow down. <laughs> we're going to get wild here. We're going to get wild here in the University Star Sports Podcast. But my question to you is, are they relying on her too much? Or is, it, is that a concern? Because you look at the leaderboards. She's pitching 159 innings, second place way down the leaderboard. Is that just how the team is constructed? Or what is, what is going on with the pitching uh, rotation right, as it currently is? Well, it was, I think it was tough. To, I mean, it's been tough. This kind of, I wouldn't say beginning of the year, but I mean, the first part of the year, I guess you could say, first half, it's, it's been tough because they haven't had a real rotation going. Uh, Taylor Webb kind of was the one that kind of, her and, her and Randy would kind of switch off, when it, especially when it was a doubleheader or a tournament. They'd kind of just game, 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 just, just switch off that way. And once it, once it was clear that Taylor, she, she kind of took us back, took us back seat to Randy, uh, that's when Randy kind of just took over everything. And, I mean, they gave, her, they gave her a big workload, and they gave her a lot to carry. And I think with Kaylee Garner, she's, she's, she's played some this year, but she's been, trouble, she's been having trouble with her back uh, a lot this year. She's been recovering from back injury, and uh, she's just starting to get, get around and get a rhythm going. And Coach Woodard said a couple weeks ago that they're trying to get a one-two punch going, and she said if that can happen, that's going to be so fun to watch because when you have two pitchers that can go that way – it's, it's, it's an advantage every game. You, you, you know that you're in good hands. And, I mean, that carries over to the whole team. Whenever you have a, a, a player that you know you can depend on, you play looser, you play better, and that, that just carries over. So I feel like if they can develop that, they can develop a one-two punch with Randy and Kaylee, I, I feel like they'll be real strong. 
And with a picture of like Randy Rep's caliber, I feel like, like one two punch is essential just because you gotta give her a break. She's a human. Yeah. She can't withstand she can't be pitching too much. I granted softball the pitching motion, like you said, like a couple weeks ago, more natural, allows you to go yeah, deeper. Yeah, it's into not games. it's not baseball. I mean, it, you can you can do a little more than you would be able to in baseball. But I mean, there is a point where you can you can get overworked with anything. I mean, it, mentally too. I mean, me, just uh, that's what I wanted to bring up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you can get worn out mentally. Uh, I feel like being a freshman, it, it's still new, and it's still all. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't feel like you can. If you really love the game, and I feel like she does from talking to her, I know. And I feel like that's that's with most players on the team. When you love the game that much, you don't want it to end. And I feel like. Despite how much she's being worked, I feel like he, she can go however long she wants to. The uh, the four to three victory of McNeese State puts Texas State softball team twenty and thirteen overall for the season. Yep. Now looking forward, they kind of have a big big matchup. I know Coach Ricky Woodard <laughs> wouldn't agree with us, yeah. but for our purposes, we're gonna about to talk about Louisiana Lafayette, who uh, is playing the Texas State softball team, number one in the conference for a two game series beginning Saturday. I look at the stats. It's it's, it's simple. It's simple minded of me to say, but I think they're pretty good at softball. We would agree. Yeah, right? they got some. They got some players. They got some players on that team. And yeah, coach Coach Woodard, she tried to play it down a little bit. Try to, I mean, she said that uh, they <laughs> they they have two losses. I mean, they're beatable. They, I mean, of course they are beatable, but it, it's going to take a lot. And and it kind of. She said that having this game right now, not having that. You you want to go into a, a, a conference series like that with momentum, and I she I don't think she felt like they got momentum in this game, which is what they were going in this McNeese okay. game. I, I feel like that's what they were going for was to get momentum, kind of leading into that Lafayette series, and it it can be looked as a downside to kind of go in there without anything, without any without any rhythm or momentum, but. Going against a team like Lafayette, you have to be you you have to be in a different mindset anyway. So I don't feel like it's a I don't feel like it's a big deal. I feel like they're gonna have to be on play on a different level to compete and to to maybe pull out a victory or two in that series, which would be huge. Yeah. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette, for for context sake, is third in the conference in batting average, hitting three thirty four this season, first in earn run average by a wide margin. Yeah. Uh, they are led by Leandra Mali, I hope I'm pronouncing that name, and Lexi Elkins, who are just crushing the ball. Landry is second in the conference and runs batted in. Elkins is fourth and runs batted in. And they're both tied for first in home runs. That I mean, that just tells yeah, you that no. they have two legitimate <laughs> yeah. bona fide power hitters they're, in the middle of the lineup. They're, they're trying to they're trying to compete to see if you can get more home runs during the season, I think. But they yeah, they're real they're real strong. Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be tough. Um, they got hitters just down the line. You just look. I mean, I mean, they're not all that. They're not all that level, but they're all six are batting over three hundred. Yeah, three forty I mean, actually. Three forty actually. Yeah, it's they have they have some talent on that team, and and not just with hitting. They have they have, their pitch their pitching rotation is ridiculous too. They got two pitchers that pitch sub sub two ERA, which is which is very impressive. <laughs> so to and, and have and have two on the, the on the roster that can do that is. A big advantage, and I think that that's. I mean, Texas State faces a tough challenge this week, this weekend, and I, and if they can do something and make and and a big victory or two, <laughs> that that's that that's speaking confidently. But if you can get pull one out against Lafayette or perhaps two, that 
helps so much throughout the rest of the season. You get so much more momentum, and, and momentum's a big deal, obviously, to Coach Woodard. So, you, we, I mean, to get those two victories going into the rest of the year and especially turn, towards tournament time, that, that becomes important. The, the two pitchers that you mentioned in question, Jordan Wallace, 1.45 earner on average, Christina Hamilton, 1.74 ERA. Both of those numbers are better than Randy Rep's ERA, and they're, they, they can yeah. rely on those two pitchers. And you look at it, Texas State softball, look at, at a good place. I feel Ra- like. Randy leads the Sun Belt in strikeouts, though. So, I mean. <laughs> I Your mean, move, Louisiana Lafayette. Your move, Louisiana. Can you handle yeah, the Yeah, come on. You can't, you can't handle this. It, it, it's tough because you – Texas State, I think they're they're at a good place in their program, and they're looking. They have a lot of young talent. They have, it's promising. It's very promising. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like even still, Louisiana Lafayette is still a couple, maybe more than a couple notches ahead in the hierarchy. And for them to get to that point, it's going to take a lot of just internal improvements. You're going to have to see players already crushing the ball do better because you can't be as good as Louisiana Lafayette if you don't have six, seven, eight players. I don't think Texas State's there yet. And I feel like it's a good measuring stick and it's also and it's a good it's a good way to see where you want where you want to be as a program, where Texas State wants to be as a program. You see exactly. you see a program like that, you're like, man, we want to be them or we want to beat them. But but you want to be that caliber. You want to be that caliber or better. And I feel like seeing that firsthand can be a good thing as well. Even if I mean even if you lose, seeing what that takes and what it looks like is, is a big deal. The two-game series begins Saturday. Like you said, measuring stick, a big measuring stick. You're going to yeah. see, are we good enough to compete with arguably, legitimately, whatever word you want to use, the best team in the conference? So you're looking at it, considering what you've seen this season, you've covered a lot of this team, a lot of – they've played a lot of games. What do you expect from this team in this two-game series against Lafayette? I feel like it's going to be a fight. I mean, from what, what uh, Ariel Ortiz told me, she told me this when I did the feature with her, uh, probably a couple, maybe a month and a half, yeah, two months ago. It's been a while. She, uh, she, she brought up Lafayette, and I, I, I asked her about the 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 Sun Belt, and I asked her about the competition that college has to offer, and she just brought them up out of out of nowhere and talked about that how, something. Talked about how they were the boys of the conference and how they're like, and she and she and I asked her about it again tonight after the Minnesota game. I said. I, I brought that past thing up, and I remember she, she reminded me of what she said. She said that they're like Russia. They're like they're – like, she said they're like uh, – Wow, dropping the bomb. They're, she's not, <laughs> she meant it by she, – she was trying to uh, refer to Rocky IV with uh, gotcha. with Ivan Drago and they're Rocky Balboa Ooh. and they're the underdog trying to like, come in gotcha. and trying to take out the big dog so I, like I mean Ariel T's a lot more now <laughs> yeah she exactly I'm a huge Rocky <laughs> fan so that was that was that was really cool but yeah if he dies he dies yeah <laughs> that that's Lafayette and then you got this little this little white guy little up and comer yeah just little, gonna stay in the ring a little bit throw a couple punches try to weather the storm make sure that the, the big you know Russian yeah. dude doesn't kill you in the second round you got the Italian stallion coming in you got the Italian which is Texas State, and I don't know who's Apollo Creed. Who did who did Lafayette kill last? <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with UTA yeah, for this okay. one. <laughs> Someone, something like that. Yeah, they're they are, they're Apollo Creed. So, uh, yeah, I mean it's gonna be a fight, and Coach Woodard has to be Duke Evers, his corner man. He's not. They're not a machine. <laughs> this is they're, the best. They're a man. <laughs> they're not a machine. They're a man. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but it's gonna take a lot, and I think I think they're up to the challenge. From what I've seen, they're. Like Coach Woodard always always says, they they fight and they claw and they 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 battle and that's what it's going to come down to and that's what it's going to take. It's not going to be a clean vic- victory if they do it. It's going to be 
it's going to be dirty. And I think that's <laughs> how it has to be. <laughs> it's going to be messy. It's just your first <laughs> show, but you've already gotten the best reference pop culture reference i've tried so hard to do it but this rocky one just just it, it was impressive and i'm jealous i'm very very jealous because my kanye ones and my taylor swift ones over the years like i've been it's been rough but that one makes a lot of sense and i think i think i think it's interesting to see now i'm going to be watching this game with an entirely different yeah, mindset i'm going to be like look at Ivan drago look at this like this, at, i have yeah. more i'm more invested than i thought and i think the interesting thing about what you said and what woodard said post game too she gave him credit she said, you know, they're a good ball club, but she also said, quote, if we play our game, we're going to get a couple of wins. Couple She's, being, yeah, she, being both. Yes. If we play our game, that's just showing a supreme confidence in her in her wow. ability and her team. And you know what? I don't put it past them. Softball is a game where anything can happen. And even though Louisiana Lafayette is not just clearly a, a better team, at least statistically, that can happen. So as far as that goes, uh, Christian, you have any final thoughts? I mean, that's what it's going to take is confidence. That's the only way you can do this. I mean – you look at tournament teams right now or in March Madness, all the upsets and everything you see, to do that kind of stuff takes, takes confidence. You have to have confidence coming into a game like that. And I feel like that's what it's going to take, supreme confidence and just a will to win. And I feel like if they, they show up and their mindset's right, they can do that. And that's our show. We're going to wrap it up. We All have, right. we, if you didn't listen, we have Rocky reference. We yeah. have, this is, this is the I'm best sad show. I'm sad it's over right now. <laughs> this is the best show we've had in a long, long time. Um, but for Christian Rodriguez, I'm Keeson Ramirez. Peace out. See you.